0: How expensive is it to park your car in the Netherlands, in some areas?
1: I think in
2: Amsterdam uh, you pay like 10 euros per hour to po- uh, park your car.
0: So that's quite a difference with here.
1: Yeah,
2: Yeah, I heard it's here like a few dollars for an hour in like very busy famous streets. So,
0: so if you have to make a choice, what would you do? <laughs> Go buy
2: a car in LA.
0: That's very honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in Amsterdam?
2: Definitely go by public transport yes. or by bike. Or
0: by bike, yeah.
2: So it could help encourage people to go use the metro instead of their car if the parking
3: prices are very high. If people implement some changes, safety lanes, um, more uh, expensive parking. If you change those things, make the parking more expensive, um, congesting system. Um, raise some taxes then you will let people to use the bicycle even more
4: All right, so who do we have in the studio?
5: Okay my name is Nick. I'm Ilya. Lucas.
6: My name is Joel. Alright cool
4: and You are the Rotterdam Business School... Students. Mm (laughs) Students? Yeah,
7: Yeah, we're second year students Second Rotterdam Business School. Rotterdam Business
4: School. When did you get here? I think two weeks ago, approximately. And what is the
5: purpose of your trip? We've been doing research uh, in the Netherlands to uh, boost biking uh, in LA. The image and
8: just the people that
4: want to go cycling.
7: So we yeah, have basically we had like four different topics, which we were kind of researching before we came here.
4: Mm-hmm. And what are those four topics? Did you say boost cycling in LA?
5: Yeah, trying mm-hmm. to, or trying to give ideas to boost cycling.
4: And was that your idea?
5: No, our teachers.
4: Okay. Is that the idea? Because uh, I know you guys do this every year. Is that the the idea every year?
5: Yeah. Like
7: every year we try to do th- like the same we have the same goal with boosting biking in LA but we have different topics and different projects that we do so for this year for example my group consisting of four people were doing the project about transportation poverty
6: yeah so uh, my group looked into using technology to improve safety and reducing travel time uh, which would then re- result in like safety and people getting on bikes because ultimately the, the problem is that biking is not safe enough right now.
4: And did you pick LA because it's particularly unsafe, do you think? I mean, you didn't pick it, but do you think that's um, the reason?
6: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's a,
8: that's a big city, so a lot of opportunities, and cycling isn't really that
6: popular yet, so... Yeah, there's room for growth, basically.
4: Do you have the statistics on that? I mean, do you, like, is it less popular in LA than other big American cities? Do you know? Uh,
7: we, uh, We know that in uh, LA, in this year, it's about 1.2 percent of people biking, which is quite less even hmm. with the U.S. standards. But I don't, I can't really remember which are the U.S. standards right now. But 1.2 decrease from last year. Last year it was 1.4. So the biking oh, in LA is not really is not really doing good for for till this no- till this moment. As yeah. come
6: yeah. If we put that in contrast, I heard at a talk yesterday in Santa Monica that their percentage of bikers is is five percent compared to uh, la having just 1.2 percent uh and then even still if you compare santa monica to holland it's still nothing because we mm-hmm. have 25 percent of all transportation going on bikes
4: 25 yeah okay and so this is people using bikes for transportation yeah, yeah okay. not not like just recreation also uh, um, yeah. now
6: the 25 percent is just just transportation cycling
4: Okay, and so you said you had, you, you gave a presentation in Santa Monica, right?
6: I was at a talk, I, I didn't present myself, some other the groups did.
4: But <laughs> collectively? Yeah. Mm. Y- and you had, you did you wanna give us some of the points that you covered?
8: Yeah, uh, well, uh, we presented it then, and we took uh, from five different cities that have like some, uh, yeah, technologies that are really good implemented with cycling there. And then we looked at it how it was possible and how it could could be implemented in LA and if it was p- possible to be implemented here. And then we t- looked at sat- statistics and other things.
7: Yeah, with my group, so uh, as I said, our topic was transportation poverty. What we did with the we've taken two cities in uh, the Netherlands, which is Rotterdam and The ache with two two particular uh, low-income neighborhoods where bicyc- recycling is not so popular as it is in the other side of like in, in, as, as it is in the Netherlands and we try to to research the problem so transportation poverty basically is when people don't have sufficient uh, means of transportation so it has to do with culture because uh, in these low income neighborhoods they basically uh, Im- immigrants living there which do not have this bicycle this cycling culture and also buying a car for them is pretty expensive so that pre- pre- that's basically cause them not participating in uh, in the life of society because they just don't have these means of transport or what it is As we researched the problem and we we have uh, came with a few ideas how to improve this in uh, Rotterdam and uh, the Hague and these ideas can maybe be also applicable for LA
4: so you're trying to expand cycling where you live where it's already 25%
7: yeah it is 25% already but there is always a room to to improve and that's that's exactly what what the government in Netherlands thinks, and uh, yeah, there are a few neighborhoods that don't have these 25% inside of, all of them. So, so they are trying to improve this in these neighborhoods.
4: So that's one thing. Did you say transportation poverty? Is transportation
7: that poverty, yeah,
4: and so that's one of the four points or
7: no it's 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 the, it's the global thing the transportation poverty is is the lack of transport which is causing people staying in their own neighborhood not participating in a lot of the society so there's no no uh, really uh, way for them to grow economically and uh, and also integrate fully in society and that's why we really researched this problem we proposed a few a few decisions that a few, a few steps that can be uh, that can be took in order to improve that. For example, one of them is basically starting edu- edu- educating people f- about the thing that car is not the only one possible way of transportation, because that's exactly what how do, how do they think about this problem. So you have to start from the early ages at school, for example, and start educating people and telling them that, for example, if you go with a bike, it doesn't mean you lose your time, because here what we experienced sometimes t- going with car will only win like 10 minutes for you which is not right a, r- a really important time
4: it's only 10 minutes shorter your trip
7: yeah well, 10 minutes no not not shorter but with the bike 10 minutes uh longer. It take take 10 minutes longer yeah
4: okay so um did you want to who who give give like a an, an example of uh the presentations like who who presented at the uh
7: at Santa Monica. Santa Monica. Yeah, I was presenting, yeah, mm-hmm. and Santa Mon- in Santa Monica. Me oh, too. you did the
4: whole? Okay. So it was transportation, <coughs> poverty, and you have solutions?
7: Uh, yeah, basically, I think so, yeah.
4: And the solution was what?
7: So we came up with four solutions. The first one was car dependency, car dependency so reducing car dependency, educating people, so I already mentioned it. The second one was improving bicycle infrastructure, because we made a research and it came up that in these neighborhoods people are not quite okay with the amount of bicycle infrastructure in there and they find it dangerous to to cycle in these neighborhoods so improving that could also uh, help people uh, bike more. We also talked about the uh, safety on the roads because as I said these neighborhoods are, uh, there are a lot of neighborhoods living there that kind of stay together in one group and of course, when you see a bunch, of, a bunch of people on your way, you don't really w- want to pass nearby them. You're a little bit scared of, of doing that. And that's also the one thing that, that makes people uh, don't bike in these neighborhoods. So basically, ki- you have to do to, to make any safe, safety improvements, some safety improvements in these neighborhoods.
9: Mm-hmm.
7: And uh, the fourth one was the interconnectivity of uh, public transport. So how it usually works in Rotterdam, the buses and metro are connected between each other. So buses are just the means of transport that collects people from from, from many points on the the neighborhood and they bring them to the metro and then with the metro people go to their work pretty fast. But in this neighborhood the metro is not so long as it should be. That's why a lot of areas don't have sufficient means of transport which also causes people staying inside of their neighborhoods and uh, not participating in the life. So these are our four propositions. These are the four factors that needs to be improved in order to, to, to make people cycling more.
4: All right. And that's your... you get a... Uh, that's your thesis? Your
7: N- no, it's just, it's just an international project. Mm-hmm.
4: Oh. <laughs> it's um, not... Yeah, because your second year... Yes, MMP yeah, your thesis, yeah. Right. yeah. And it's a whole group, it's like you have one, did you all work on this? No,
7: No, we are in groups of four to six people, I think. And we have four different topics, which we researched. So yeah, I was only working with transportation boards.
6: So my group looked, like I said, into uh, using technology to get people on bikes. And the two main factors we found were important is both safety and travel time. Uh, because, like Uya said, um, cycling often takes longer. Not a lot, but people consider it like 10 minutes is 10 minutes. Um, so we kind of looked into ways of using technology to show people that travel time can be reduced and to increase the safety on the roads for people. And a good example of this is, is in, in, in the Netherlands as well, uh, where they used uh, traffic measurement signals. So they measured the, the traffic density and then based on that they informed the cyclists to get another route because of the heavy traffic on a certain road. Uh, so they use signals to tell bikes or cyclists to, to take another route and to be safe. And those kinds of solutions can also be implemented here uh, to increase safety in which will in return then get people to cycle because less accidents happen. So the overall image of biking is very dangerous, will slowly start to decline and people will start getting on bikes. That's the idea, at least. Is that like an app? Um, no, it's just just like infrastructure.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: Physical yeah. Like yeah. things on the street that yeah. would tell you? Road signage, traffic lights, all that kind of stuff.
4: I was thinking it was like a, w- a ways for bikes, but. Oh
6: uh-huh, well. yeah, but we, we've researched many different systems and the example I gave is just one of them, but apps can be used as well, yeah.
4: And what's that aspect? That w- Okay, which one were you presenting? What's the name of yours?
6: just the technology part so technology. we it, we titled it as uh, technology and mobility and how technology can influence cycling
4: Cool, and, and some of the technology is
6: signage yeah yeah I mean the technology part of that that would be the traffic measurement so seeing how many cars are on the road how many cyclists are on the road and using that information to give uh, information to the public so those traffic lights would respond to the traffic density and reroute traffic based on the information they get from the sensors.
4: So they would be like electronic signs. Yeah. Mm. Okay.
6: Yeah, just like modified traffic lights, telling you like, okay, this road is dangerous, so take the next one. Hmm. Cool. Yeah.
4: It's interesting that you you're still you know the Netherlands is thought of as this um, you know it can't get any better your bike chair, uh, but People are still working on how to get it better i guess that's why it's that high in the first place
5: yeah because in the netherlands we also have rush hour at seven o'clock so many people still stay in traffic jams for an hour a day so we have to come up with ways to get people on their bikes to work and uh yeah that traffic jams
6: still have traffic jams yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. and uh, what's interesting to see is when we researched copenhagen another city that's very big on cycling is they actually experience bike traffic. They have traffic jams for cyclists. Hmm. So then you get a new issue, which you have to solve.
4: But when you say traffic jam, I mean, would we call it a traffic jam here in
8: L.A.? Probably
6: not. I mean, traffic jams we see over here are just like 40 miles of traffic. And you don't really see that in cities that are only 20 miles across.
8: For like six hours.
6: That's that's the big thing we notice here is, like, if you compare L.A. to Holland as a country, it's almost half the size of the country. If mm-hmm. you overlay like the entire metropolitan area.
7: Mm-hmm. You have that's to
6: understand that these people in the, the Netherlands
7: they're used to not standing in any traffic jam, so standing in a line for like half an hour is already an issue for them. So it's a, a little bit of cultural aspect now, because they're used to this kind of luxury traffic and stuff.
8: I think slowly becoming in L.A. also a thing that so alright to stand six hours in like in a traffic jam so people are acting like, ah, uh, it's a bit longer than ye- l- less longer than yesterday, it's a bit less longer than a few
4: days ago. I never heard the six-hour figure before oh, that. <laughs> Sorry.
8: yeah, it's a bit...
6: Exaggerating, huh?
4: <laughs> possibly, I I mean, I think rush hour lasts for like three, three and a half hours, possibly. Yeah.
6: Well, what we noticed is uh, when we took uh, Ubers to Santa Monica, for instance, that it's like thirty miles and it takes one and a half hours. Well, that's that stuff you don't see in Holland. Yeah, if, if there's a bad road accident, you you see it, but not because of rush hour.
4: So you, yeah, what el- what <laughs> else about uh, biking in? L- oh wait, th- are there two more presentations? Yeah, you want to go over those real quick?
6: Sure. Um, so we got a group looking into the modal share. They they basically researched. Um, the differences between the percentages of uh, modes of transport so for instance uh, like in Holland we have 25 percent of people going on bikes and they researched um, what like the reasons were for changes in those numbers Uh, for instance if you look at London where they implemented uh, congestion uh, charges then you see that cycling and uh, public transportation goes up and car usage goes down and they basically looked into the reasons for those kinds of changes. So basically uh, looking at the figures and then seeing, okay, this happened, why is that? Uh, And those for like a lot of cities. Uh, And then there's another group looking into bike parking solutions. Um, They basically researched ways we in Holland uh, store bikes. Uh, A good example of this is a parking garage in uh, Utrecht Central Station, where they are working on getting the facility up to 12,500 bikes. Uh, which would be the largest facility in the world. Uh, But Uh again, that makes sense because we have more bikes than people in our country.
4: Well, we have more cars than people probably, right? Probably. Mm -hmm. More guns for sure. (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Uh, So maybe, you know, even though you have all this going on for bikes, you don't know what it is that you're doing so well until you lay it all out. Yeah. So you can't really help other countries until you know what it is that makes it Yeah, wor- sure. Wor-
6: I mean, the obvious difference between LA and Holland is that your city was starting to grow in the 1920s, 1930s, and we as a country have been existing for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Um, so we knew what a bike was before your city even existed. Uh, so we've, we've been working on getting people on bikes for a longer period than your city even exists. So in time, you will get where we are.
4: Well, thank you. you like aliens from an advanced... <laughs> yeah,
6: but, but in essence, we, we've, we've been working on things for, for so long to get where we are. So it's, it's not that big of a deal that you're not where, you, where we are. I mean, it only totally makes sense.
4: Well, but I mean, I just came back from Portland and, you know, they're doing great. Uh-huh, yeah. So, I mean, it's not necessary... And, I mean, Portland is... Pr- I don't know how old they are, but...
6: Comparable to L.A., probably.
4: So, I mean, there might be other factors than just, mm-hmm. like, you will inevitably yeah, just like get c-
8: city councils, there are, like, a dozen here all having their own rules and ways of looking at it. So, it's taking a, lo- a very long time to get it through and to get a collective bike path. It's, like, taking, like, years to just have, like, a, a bike path going through to the next su- council, so it's to the next city. So, yeah. that has also to do with, probably
4: what's that about the city council
6: that's what we noticed is when we were cycling from Hollywood to Santa Monica is when you enter a a different city like Beverly Hills for instance then the infrastructure changes because there's a new policy maker who decides what happens so when you're in a bike lane uh, leaving Hollywood then all of a sudden the bike lane is gone or it's a different size or it's on the other side of the road
8: Mm -hmm. or different color
6: all that kinds of stuff so getting the infrastructure to like connect well is tough because you have to take into account that this city decides that part of the city and then that that one decides and that one decides so you really have to, to connect to get people together uh, which is what makes things tough.
4: So is there a political solution that you looked at?
6: No. Not really right? No I don't think so. Oh.
4: Are you embarrassed by that? <laughs>
6: nah not really. Some people were like oh we should have, no. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, yeah, but so, um, how was it? How was the trip? Fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
7: it, was, it was very nice, but the fact that we were cycling for like uh, two weeks, and I've we had a lot of accidents with our bikes, like flat tires, of course, were uh, the most popular one. I had m- two flat tires in these two weeks. I think they were like two in three days or something. So yeah, we 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 actually what we found here that it's not so dangerous that we were expecting it to be. Maybe it's because we were mainly uh, moving all together, so 20 people together. That makes sense. But also when I was back and even alone, I didn't really feel that dangerous thing that uh, everyone is talking about here. Yeah, the glass, the glass on the roads. That's the thing. That's the, that's the thing that causes some uh, some issues with your bike, but. When I tried, I really understood that biking here is possible and also doesn't take you s- so much so much time as it, as you would expect it to take.
6: I think that has to do with the fact that we're avid cyclists in our country and we're used to navigating busy streets on the bike. Um, so cycling between cars uh, is something we're somewhat used to and we're confident on bikes and we know how to use them. So steering through busy streets is easier for us because we've we've been doing so for years. Uh, and inexperienced people often find it more dangerous because they don't really know how to handle it and since we already ride bikes uh, adapting to this situation is probably easier.
4: That was another question is it's you're doing a project on cycling and that how did I mean you you could have choosed, uh, chosen other product projects right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So did most of you choose cycling because how did you come to all make this your, your project?
5: Well, we could choose between uh, different cities to go to. So, actually, uh, before I was going here, I didn't know it was about biking. (laughs) But I like biking very much.
4: But, I mean, everybody
6: bikes where you live, right? Yeah. Yeah.
4: Does does anybody here not bike where you live?
6: Hands if you don't cycle, guys? I don't think so. Anyone doesn't ride bikes? No. Okay, no hands. So, everyone rides a bike.
4: 20 people, everyone rides a bike. Yep. Mm
6: -hmm.
4: A lot. And um, so you chose it because it was L.A. Anybody else choose it because it was L.A.?
6: Partly, yeah. I thought it, I thought it was interesting to look at. A friend of mine did the same project two years ago, uh, and I spoke to him about it, and he basically told me, "Yeah, you have to do this. It's it's really good." Uh, so that influenced my decision as well. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was interesting to look at a city that's completely different from what we're used to, and to see what we can, um, well, what we can do in uh, differently, and what sh- what works here, and to see the difference there basically
4: and um so the other choices were about other like uh, improvements that could be made to different places
7: there were like a bunch of uh projects across the world uh i think there were one more project about cycling in uh, actually
6: i think shanghai and taipei as well they were also looking at cycling and miami i believe Okay. Mm. Well, Shanghai yeah. is no longer cycling, but yeah. Taipei and My, Los, Los Angeles. Angeles. And
7: there were a lot of different projects no. that were basically uh, focusing on other, on other aspects of, of life. And uh, yeah, there were projects about finance and uh, accounting, the project with marketing, the real f- the real company, and uh, and yeah, many many different projects in many different countries.
4: All right. So, how'd you like L.A.?
8: Great. Yeah, the vibe here city. is really, f- really chill out and just enjoyable. When you're walking around Venice or, or something, it's like so chill and everyone's doing their own thing, like lay down. It's so chill.
6: It's pretty warm here, also. Yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah.
6: The weather is good. Yeah. What uh, What I really liked is is the difference here. I was in New York like two months ago and people quite rude over there. So I was kind of anxious to see how people were here. Um, but then the first thing I noticed is when I landed is that people are super friendly, they greet you, they ask how you're doing, and they're always happy. And I think that really makes the city an enjoyable place. Um, because if you sit in traffic for two hours, um, I wouldn't see how people enjoy that. But uh, looking at the way people talk to each other, how friendly everyone is, I can really see um, how how life here is so good.
4: That's amazing. That Did you know that's a stereotype about New York and L.A.? Is that
6: Yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> i knew it but i didn't know it was this big of a difference
4: okay so you were expecting to see that and then it happened yeah good it's nice to get what you came for cool yeah so um so ta- let's talk about the bikes and the biking and the um the differences more you'd said it wasn't as dangerous as you thought it would be
7: yeah because uh of course uh, I've done research and the number with the numbers you see with 1.2 percent uh people cycling here you basically expect it to be something uh something very difficult for you, something dangerous uh, even and uh, yeah when I came here, uh we didn't have our bikes I think for the first three or four days and I was looking at this traffic everywhere I was so scared I thought that uh, we're gonna get a- our bikes and get a- and we will be killed then in a few days. But yeah, it didn't happen. We got our bikes. Been, we we were pretty okay with them. We could reach any part of the city safely without any serious accidents.
6: Well, <laughs> <laughs> Funny. No, that was not because of the city. No.
4: So, do you want to talk? Uh, open it up and have people tell about their and their stories about where they, what they saw, what they liked best on the bike, like. Open it up, mm-hmm. guys in the room.
6: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyone want to share experiences about what they did here and what they liked? Yeah. Okay, they're coming. Yeah. <laughs>
8: cool.
2: Hi. Hi.
4: <laughs> so, you can tell us your names.
2: Uh, my name is Terza. My name is Lara. My name is Mike and I'm Marike
4: <laughs> Cool. And did you know each other before? Did you become friends on this trip?
2: Uh, well,
10: we kind of chose the group arf- ourselves, so mm. we were we knew each other. But I think on this trip. We got to know each other in a very different way, but yeah. it's been positive. So
2: We were already so. in the same class before we chose the L.A. project, so we already knew each other.
4: Okay, so everybody here is an economic student.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah business
10: administration.
4: Okay. And so what kind of bikes did you get?
10: <laughs> Not too great. I mean, I think our teacher... Uh, was in contact with a different company before, but they cancelled on us a really short period before we got here. So he got an emergency contact, I think. So the bikes were not too great. I don't think they were uh, really good for the environment that we're cycling in. Especially like the tires and the seats. Yeah. Not too
1: good.
2: Well, yeah, my bike was perfectly fine. (laughs) but (laughs) Some others of our group had some troubles with flat tires and... uh Brakes were not working, but.
4: Yeah, I remember uh, your professor, Louis. Uh, he, he contacted me about getting bikes, and last time you got new uh, new bikes, your group, and this time you got basically. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Older ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're a bit lucky, but. Well, we managed, so. Yeah, I think we're still p- alive. The
10: four of us didn't have any complaints, so no. <laughs> that's been good.
1: <laughs> I didn't yeah. have a flat tire. <laughs>
4: But they were, uh, what kind of bike, like cruisers, uh, skinny skinny uh, like tire a small bike.
1: small mountain bike.
10: <laughs> yeah, with yeah. pretty thick tires as well. But I'm not sure, like, the specific model, no. I
1: don't
4: know. Whereas, where you're from, they would mostly be, like, upright, like, city bikes? Yeah,
10: like really they call it the Dutch bikes, <laughs> right? Yeah.
4: Do you all ride that bike back home?
2: Yeah, yes. we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: Does it have obvious advantages? I mean, you prefer that to... Like a mountain bike? I mean, have you ever ridden a mountain bike before?
3: No, No. I haven't. Just city
2: bikes. (laughs) Well, I think we're we're like used to our bikes in the Netherlands, so it was a bit of difference when we got these bikes, but it was okay.
10: I mean, I don't think my bike's more luxurious than, like, at home. I mean, it's more comfortable. It's uh, adjusted to my body, like, the... Yeah, the handlebar is high enough, the seats are high enough, so I don't have to uh, look at that before I get on the bike. And here I had to do it myself, and I didn't really know what was the good, like, way to adjust it, but it's okay. It's not, not like, a really bad bike that we got. It was okay.
4: Good. Well, I think it was probably last minute. I'm I'm Mm. not sure. Exactly. And maybe you learned a little bit about bike maintenance. (laughs)
10: Kind of. Yeah, we had small kids with us from the Netherlands to like fix tires and stuff. But like I said, we didn't have any trouble, so we didn't get to use them.
11: Okay,
4: so what was your favorite part of uh, LA to ride through, and and what was it like?
1: Uh, I think I'll ride back through Beverly Hills. Yeah, all the luxurious
2: houses and stuff. It was really nice to see.
4: Is that what people associate with LA, Beverly Hills?
2: Kind of.
10: I think so. I didn't... Before I got here, I expected more luxury, like, around me, and then as soon as we got to our Airbnb, I mean, it was perfectly fine, but it wasn't ex- as luxurious as I expected to no, be. Like, no. the neighborhood, there's a lot of homeless people, there's a lot of trash outside. I didn't expect that. What neighborhood? Oh, we're in Hollywood.
4: Is an Airbnb? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
10: yeah.
4: For 20 people?
10: No. No. no, we're with a group of five. <laughs>
4: <laughs> so did you arrange your own...
10: We arranged it back home in November, I think, yeah. when we booked our flight.
4: Cool. And so what was your... Do you have to come up with your own paper or presentation, too?
10: Yeah, so we got five subjects to pick from, like the ones uh, our classmates mentioned before. And then we have to write a report, and then there was the presentation that we had to do here. Mm-hmm.
4: So you did the presentation, too? Yeah. Yeah. In Santa Monica?
10: Yeah. yeah. And yeah, we did Santa Monica and Metro LA.
4: Yeah. Oh, at Metro. Yeah. Downtown. Yeah. Yes. At the headquarters. Yes. Uh,
2: yeah.
4: Yes. Like in that at that interesting building right there at Union Station. Yes. <laughs> and um, what did you present about?
10: Uh, bike parking. So the bike parking facilities in the Netherlands. We visited some different uh, manufacturers or companies that provide the uh, bike parking facilities and. Well, basically we did research to the implementation and the usage and s- we tried to do uh, research on customer satisfaction, but we didn't really get any results from the survey. So, uh, yeah, we just kept it at the...
2: The concepts, the, concept the theories right. behind the uh, bike parking facilities we have in the Netherlands. So
4: What's the concept?
2: Like we had many different, we had like four different uh, concepts like um, not guarded, um, where you have to pay for, uh, like parking facilities with lifts, but also um, just li- permanent ones. Just like a platform to research the need for more bicycle platforms and stuff like that.
4: So what's the best bike parking <laughs> model?
1: <laughs> I think it depends on the location and how many bikes can be stored uh, at the location.
4: So if it was a dense urban location, like downtown, would it be the lifts?
10: Well, those are for, cause they're in the Netherlands and there there's like 3000 parking spots in one of those. And we haven't seen that many bikes. bikes around here. But then, then again, if we were here and we had to park our bikes, there were like maybe two or three brackets for 20 bikes. So that wasn't really ideal as well. So I think for now, um, for L.A., it would be just placing more brackets. I don't think a parking garage like we have in, for example, Utrecht, with like 10,000 parking spots wouldn't be necessary here, and it's way too expensive to implement at this point.
4: We have uh, some metro uh, facilities. Did you see those?
1: We haven't seen them.
4: Well, they're not not a regular thing, and I, I don't know. They seem to be like pilots but they're at a few metro stations they have bike bike places where you can get repairs done and um, store your bikes and things like that but I think
10: they mentioned it at metro but we haven't seen one no, no. we haven't come across those no.
4: when are you leaving
2: sunday <laughs> in two days
4: well there's time they i think there's one in uh on hollywood and vine metro station
2: oh really I think our teacher mentioned something about a bike repair station, but Mm. we haven't visited it yet, but it's a good idea.
4: You're going to write a paper about this and you're going to tell them that...
2: That when biking becomes more popular and the bike share goes up in LA, what the different options and solutions could be for bike parking. Okay. And it's really
1: important to put a uh, parking facilities near train stations or metro stations so people can get to work with their bicycle and uh, public transport.
4: Thank you. And is the message going to come back to us somehow? And and like uh, we're going to get the message?
1: Yeah, we're going to send our final report to the companies, and we can also send
2: it to you if we'd like to.
4: <laughs> when you say companies, you mean uh,
12: <laughs> so metro and would be metro yeah, spoke.
2: and companies we also spoke uh, with uh, in the Netherlands. They also like to hear about our results and project.
4: That is so good thank you and um, anything else you want to say about biking in LA that mm. as opposed to where you're from, Maybe about Rotterdam?
10: Biciclet. Because they are providing jobs for people who need to be reunited with the society so refugees or addicted people so they give them a job as a guard at a parking facility and this could also be a good option for LA.
4: <coughs> What's it called? The the organization that you're describing, what's it called?
8: Uh, Bicyclette.
4: And and they (laughs) give jobs (laughs) to people and they work in bike parking facilities? Yeah,
2: they keep them guarded and safe.
4: I'll have to look into that. That sounds good. All right, well, I want to include everybody. Does a a professor want to jump on here and, and talk to students at all? Someone? Yeah? Okay. And can you introduce yourself? And you can sit here.
10: Yeah. Oh I yeah. can sit
0: here.
4: Yeah.
10: Should we also switch then?
0: Mm. I should start talking? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um well my name is Peter. <laughs> I'm a teacher. At the Rotterdam Business School, uh, I teach marketing, and I like cycling a lot. And I live in Utrecht, so uh, yeah. I know uh, this, the city, uh, how it works in the city of Utrecht quite well. It's quite ideal, and uh, it's kind of interesting also to see the the opposite, uh, how you can, uh, how it can work, if those facilities are not there. And you then also have the the benchmark uh, what could be improved. So that's <laughs> kind of interesting. And it was uh, c- quite an adventure also, this whole trip in L.A. But is are you going to ask me
4: questions? Oh, or? I thought you could ask Oh, students. I'm going to ask
0: them questions. Yeah, oh, you. sorry. I didn't <laughs> understand. <laughs> sorry for <laughs> the misunderstanding. Um, well, maybe it's interesting also. Um, what would be uh, your biggest advice seen from a Rotterdam Rotterdam point of view uh, to uh, LA and maybe in a broader perspective not only with cycling with regard to cycling but also with regard to infrastructure or sustainability or whatever
10: Uh, I'd say make roads more accessible but then I mean still I'm looking at biking now but for us our our roads in the Netherlands our bike paths are really smooth and I see here that you have to look around at the traffic but you also have to look at the holes the in the paths. ground? Yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. First I think the roads need to become a little bit more safe before the bike share maybe can go up. It's pretty dangerous sometimes with the holes <coughs> in the ground at night when you're cycling and there are like b- really bad lightning, so
0: Yeah. i understand what you mean yeah because if you are driving here you have to look around all around you and beneath you while we know we're safe in the netherlands
2: yeah here you have to focus on so many things
0: so that's uh yeah that's the difference yeah what i also experienced is that uh in the netherlands there's uh the, the the bike roads are a little bit higher are a little bit more protected separated from the cars that are here. Did you also recognize that?
10: Yes, I know what you mean. Yeah, I don't know. It's way too different to do that now. And I think th- they mentioned that it costs a lot of money as well to change all the roads.
0: Sorry for the interruption. <laughs> C- can you repeat it, please? Because yeah. I received some instructions about uh, how I to be a d- DJ.
3: The
10: <laughs> infrastructure right here uh, doesn't allow pe- the the things you mentioned. So um, and I think we've heard from different companies that they can't change their whole intras- infrastructure just for bikes. And that's kind of the big difference with the Netherlands. I think they uh, organize their infrastructure based on bikes, basically. And it's the other way around here. They do it for cars and not for a few bikes that do want to be on the car lanes.
0: Yeah, I understand what you mean, and I also th- think that our uh, cities are uh, have a smaller cent- city center with smaller streets, less broad, and maybe historically never ever meant to be equipped for cars because they were not there at that moment. Uh, so s- in some streets, the best way t- to move around is by riding bike, and then uh, in. LA the streets are bigger and broader so then it's a fight against the cars Uh, and so we we the well we the bikers should get some more space for it i think i agree
2: yeah Yeah. Yeah. the Netherlands is way more built for bikes and bike lanes and LA is way more focusing on cars probably
0: yeah what would be your uh, advice to get rid of the cars or shouldn't you get rid of the cars?
1: I think you can lower the speed uh, for cars. Yeah, Then it's more safe for, uh, for bike-lists to drive.
0: Okay, and you, when you say lower the speed, mm-hmm. what speed would you recommend?
1: It depends on the city or neighbourhood, I think.
0: For instance, uh, when you compare it with the Netherlands, what kind of speeds are, are uh, applied there?
10: Yeah, we have in kilometers per hour. So, so I'm not sure yeah. what it is translated to miles per hour. Uh, we have for residential areas, for example, where there's a lot of bikes. There's a very low load, um speed limit, and I think here they don't really watch th- like the speed limit at all. Because mm. we live. A well our Airbnb is really close to a busy street and i see like cars racing around all the time so it's not really safe well in the netherlands they really monitor that and there's a lot of fines there that you get yeah and here i don't think there's a like a good system implemented implemented for that
0: yeah i understand what you mean that's with regard to the speed and uh, i know some areas uh, there you're only allowed to drive not more than 30 kilometers an hour. And we have to de- divide it by uh, 1.65 to make it miles. So it's, let's say it's then uh, around 20 miles, I think, by heart. Uh, and also what I know is that uh, when you as a, as a car driver have the right of way, and you would have an accident with a car, sorry, with a, with a bike, uh, then you would even be responsible uh, for the accident and uh I don't know if uh if that helps. what about your opinion?
2: Well, I think cars would be more careful if they know that they are the ones to blame when they c- when there's an accident, so they might slow down their speed. I think another thing l a could change are the costs for parking, like in the Netherlands, it's very uh expensive to park your bike, but in l a here it's it's very, oh, to buy your car, sorry. Yeah? <laughs> but in uh, here it's like very uh, cheap. So therefore people maybe also take the car faster or they choose it over a bike because they can park for, fa- for a very cheap price. And in the Netherlands, it's way more expensive. So they rather choose to go by uh, public transport or by bike.
0: Sorry, that was. Uh, when we talk, when we, t- when we talk about expensive, how expensive is it par- to park your car in the Netherlands in some areas?
1: I think in Amsterdam, uh, you pay like
2: ten euros per hour to po- uh, park your car.
0: So that's quite a difference with here.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, I heard it's here like a few dollars for an hour, in like very busy famous streets. So.
0: So, if you have to make a choice, what would you do?
2: <laughs> go buy a car in LA. Okay.
0: That's very honest. Yeah. <laughs> and in Amsterdam?
2: Definitely go by public transport or yes. by bike.
0: Or by bike, yeah.
2: So, it could help, like, encourage people to go use the metro instead of their car. If the parking prices are very high.
0: Yeah, I understand and agree. And what I also recognized here uh, in LA is that we are uh, while we were traveling around, we could only had to pay $1.75 for the whole trip in the metro, and we could take ba- would take our bikes with us for free. And there were even lanes in which it was very easy to to pass the controls. Uh, How is that in the Netherlands? Uh,
10: well, firstly, students get. Free public transport, so I'm not sure about those rates, uh, because I rarely travel. Well, I rarely have to pay for uh, traveling with public transit. Um, I do know that you have to pay to take your bike on the train during uh, peak hours. And um, what I did notice is that it's more comfortable to take your bike on the metro in the Netherlands than here. Because there's some uh, lines, for example, the Expo line wi- uh, that we've been on, the vehicles are really s- um, narrow, so you can't really park your bike in there or place it. And then in the Netherlands, there's enough sta- space for it, and you can easily walk around it if you park if you sta- stand there with your bike.
0: Okay, so there's still room for improvement, also And to also interconnect the metro with the biking uh, for the bikers. Exactly. That's interesting to hear. And what other uh, aspect of uh, transportation would you think could be improved here compared to the Netherlands or maybe the other way around?
1: I think the connection uh, with public transport between buses and uh, metros in the Netherlands, it's all combined and here it's not.
0: So you mean here it is not an integrated system in LA?
1: I agree.
0: I had to uh, look for the right button. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's uh it's a trans and what I also uh saw uh here when something went r- went wrong with the bike and we didn't have any other solution, we uh we called Uber for each other sometimes. <laughs> uh is that uh The big escape, if something goes wrong you can always take your Uber, whatever happens, you're safe and you can go to any place you want?
10: Uh, I think so. Yeah, Uber is very accessible, so it's very (laughs) easy to use and it can take you everywhere.
0: So that's kind of handy. Yeah. And how is Uber in the Netherlands?
1: Okay, I think it's not that popular in the Netherlands. Here. I think it's also a little bit more expensive in the Netherlands
10: uh, I haven't used it that much I don't think it's that popular because we have better public transit and um, there are buses for like when you go out when there's no normal public transport anymore there's uh, buses that take you to your station or anywhere near your house at least where you have to walk maybe 15-20 minutes to, to your house so when you go out, there's night buses or other uh, facilities or other possibilities to get home.
0: That's interesting. So that means that uh, the opportunities in the market f- for Uber in LA are more favorable than in the Netherlands, maybe. Sure. Yeah, I
3: think yes, so. I think in some well areas
1: of the Netherlands, Uber is not even
2: available. So no. It's only okay. available in the big cities like Amsterdam, Rotterdam, Hague. I've never been in an Uber in the <laughs> Netherlands.
0: <laughs> and we are t- two weeks here now for uh, yeah. To LA, like and, and we use it as, <laughs> as if it is already normal for us. Yeah. Yeah, with that app. Okay, that's interesting too. And what uh, what other w- ways are we using for transport in Rotterdam? And maybe help you a little bit. I once took the water taxi. Mm-hmm. And there's also a boat on which you, which you can use your bike. There's not that much water here in, uh, in LA, but it's also another, way of using transportation. I think.
1: And the tram. We also have the shared scooters. It's called Felix in Rotterdam.
0: That's interesting. And have you been, using uh, those Uber, uh, bikes, in LA? Because that's also what you see quite often, um,
2: right. No, I haven't used them. Okay. We only have used the uh, Uber step, like the kick scooter. okay thing.
0: And how was that?
2: Yeah it was great, actually. Well, yeah, it goes really fast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it
0: goes really fast.
2: It's a little dangerous huh?
0: <laughs> Yeah, because the wheels are quite small, so that could make it uh, dangerous uh would you um be willing to use those bikes or uh, steps more often
1: i think i prefer the bike over a
2: kick scooter yeah i think a bike's more safer to drive than a kick scooter and you can have your own so yeah. yeah you can take it whenever you want and like pedestrians do not feel safe anymore when you're with the group on the sidewalk with all those kick scooters it probably makes the uh, pedestrians Unsafe.
0: Okay, I understand. Thank you. Uh, well, I have no further questions. Uh, L- Louis we are, is going to ask you some questions. So, one moment, please.
3: <coughs>
11: up homies.
12: <laughs> Are we all ready? Yes. yes. What's that? <laughs> My name is Louie. <coughs> um I think set on this <coughs> this seat um, last year. Same time, same place. Um Let's wrap this off, um, round it off. um, The question of course, (coughs) while we're here is um, how do we get more people on bicycles? Um, Your opinion on a few elements, Um, let's say helmets. Um, Helmets in this country, Los Angeles for sure I know is uh, mandatory under 18. (coughs) Is that the turn for bike ridership, you think, or no?
13: Uh, Actually, I think the helmets can be in both ways, show people that uh, cycling is both dangerous as well as for the rich. For example, when I cycle through the city, some people shouted to me like, why are you not using a helmet? And I was like, I'm from the Netherlands, we don't use helmets over there. And for some people over here, when you, actually combine helmet with cyclists it says something about danger because when you need protection for something it actually indicates something is dangerous so in that kind of regard it actually says something about cycling in general in my personal opinion maybe a an helmet for children is good but when you force helmets on adults adults are like um, no i'm not gonna wear a helmet
12: do you think then that um, education right it starts with the young people, with kids, uh, making them ride bicycles. Um, when you see parents, uh, they make these kids wear helmets, is, is that good in your view? Because uh, these kids might think, wow, I'm going to do something now that's dangerous.
13: For kids, I actually think helmets are really useful. Uh, most of our kids, most of the time, do really stupid things because they don't know better. But I think we should also educate ch- children to how to use cycling better in their own neighborhood. Uh, right now, most people don't cycle well. It they think it's for uh, recreation purposes but if we teach children from young that cycling can be used as a means of travel then they will grow up into adults which have the same vision
12: education is a big thing Um, teaching youngsters to ride a bike uh, is that from a Dutch perspective kind of funny Um, Um,
14: well I don't think so I think in the Netherlands we um, have an exam in primary school um, where like children or youngsters have to like cycle route and then they pass or they do not pass uh, and then they get kind of a certificate um, indicating that they know how to ride a bike um, and to navigate to a village or a city or whatever so I think we're quite far in that sense in the Netherlands maybe they should incorporate it here in their primary school curriculum
3: yes I want to add something to that because um With education, if we start with our children, of with your children (coughs) first, um, not only teach them to ride, but also in the culture that riding a bicycle is not something that it's from a low life level, but it's something that everybody can do, that they can appreciate uh, the the use of a bicycle also for transportation. So like, to change their mind.
12: Gotcha. To get more people on bicycles uh, the image of the bike what could we do about this how can we improve the um, the image of of, of cycling uh, we all know that from a perspective of certain people it's for kids it's for the poor um, which of course is not the case in in many uh, places in netherlands uh, what could we do here for los angeles oh.
3: <laughs> we have a presentation last time in the library and um She had a good suggestion because um, everything is, uh, of course, LA is about the media and um, what the media represent, the people will follow. If the media will show a lot of people on the bicycle, uh, that can increase bicycle riding also, like teaching people through media to do it. So that's something that can be implemented.
12: Right. Um, You've been riding the street here for two weeks. Um, Streets are called public streets, right? Um, The public arena. What is your message to the motorists, to car drivers, uh, when it comes to their willingness to sharing the road? Um, What is your message to motorists?
13: Actually, I think most drivers uh, take care of us. They actually look for bias, because if they see a cyclist, they're like, uh, I'm going out of the way because they're in a large group. But maybe that's because we were with 20 people. I do think, however, that most of the danger doesn't come from the vehicles, but rather the ground itself we cycle on. Most there are holes, glass everywhere. And I think it, it's all the small things which are keeping people back from cycling. Another problem I do think is with cycling is we try to force cycling as a whole transportation mode. But why can we not use cycling as part of a multiple uh, part transportation? For example, you cycle to a metro station, a bus station, or a other means of transportation. And through that mm-hmm. other method, you can transport further to your destination instead of just forcing people to cycle from A to B completely.
12: Right. Um, congestion tax was mentioned earlier tonight. Um, can somebody reflect on congestion tax right um to to see if we can reduce car usership uh wh- what is the downside perhaps of of congestion tax um
11: if I may say something uh I think it's a good idea uh unto a certain degree because many people that cannot afford a house live outside the city and they travel every day from their houses outside only like one hour they commute. And they need to go to the city and these people they don't have like a really good paid job they are like street sellers uh, they work in the restaurant as a waiter and taxing these people can be really difficult and last week we had a discussion with a professor from the santa monica college if i'm not mistaken and we were like thinking how can we address this and thought maybe some different levels of cards that everybody can ask in the city hall. For example if you go to the city for work and you really need to go to the city then you shouldn't be taxed. But if you go to the city for fun then you need to be taxed because you're like taking the space that of people that really needs it. So yes.
12: Okay. Um, should public transportation even be free? As, as, as public transport in Netherlands uh, goes so well together with with bicycling, and that reinforces each other. Um, once you tell here people that, that say free free transit could be in the making or would be in the making for the future, and would they then be using bicycles because they go so well together, the first last mile? What do you think? Should it be free I transit?
11: I think um, no, nothing really is free because it will be taxed in one way or another, but. If we if we compare the prices from L.A. and the Netherlands, the the bus and metro prices are really low, one uh, seventy five uh, each time that you check in, so I think the prices are, are fine. I mean, if they can be free, okay, it will be fine, but uh, as I said, it will be taxed one way or another. And I don't know if somebody wants to add something? I like
14: think that it's most important to expand the whole public transportation system, um, like um, implementing more different means of public transportation or um, like longer uh, rails or more rails or whatever um, I think that is most important for now and then we can look at prices or um, well other
12: cases um, Uber and Lyft and all these, these ride shares um, um, who knows th- they're already seen by people as, as a form of, 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 of public transportation, almost. Yes. Um, are they are they uh, an obstacle for the increase in, in cycle use, or uh, w- what do you think? Because you can, you can go from Hollywood to West Hollywood for a couple of dollars, but those who have been thinking about maybe doing this by bicycle every now and then may say, hmm, I call an Uber. What, what do you think? Yes. What's that the role of Uber here?
14: <coughs> that's exactly it. It's really convenient and r- fairly cheap. So. Um, fact that people have to pay only a few dollars for uh, well, a ride um, would not help to or contribute to um, an increase in cycling. Um, so I think Uber or Lyft is a, di- a disturbance. Um, also these other like kick scooters, electric kick scooters would also contribute to um, a decrease in use of cycles.
11: Um, if I can add something, I think for a short distance uh, a bike can be even faster than Uber because for example sometimes me, uh, my colleagues and I we go to an, a restaurant and we take Uber li- and it goes like around and it stops every two minutes because of the stop lights but if you have a bike you can go faster but I think uh, the electric scooters are more suitable than an uber because if you can scan it it's really fast you can go instead of your bike or an uber for i think how much is it one dollar for uh, ten minutes you can go to your destination instead of the bike and uber so yes the sco- uh, electric uh, scooters are um, a big deal i think
12: okay um let me have a final one for for all four of you um you've been riding bikes around los angeles uh including santa monica uh for two weeks um, would you have rather make the trip uh, with a car? All these, f- all these, f- all these fifteen days—the uh, perspective that you have gotten from this city, uh, in all this diversity—would you have, with hindsight, rather have done it by car or other modes of tra- quicker modes of transport than a bike?
14: Definitely not. I think that uh, this was a whole experience, and uh, I think that you could see like many different places and. Um, I also think that riding the bike in, in LA is, is quite exciting, um, since all the, the cars are uh, rushing past you, and, well, I think that there's, there's so much to see in LA in Los Angeles, and well, I think it's nice. We went to, for example, to the Dodgers game, and then after the Dodgers game, we went home uh, with an exciting ride, so yeah, I think we've seen a lot, and doing this by car is, is, is very different so what do you think Uh,
13: I actually can't recommend how we bike compared to other people for example we are used to biking however we can just bike everywhere we want in the Netherlands but if you say to somebody from LA like would you bike with us and they would bike the same way we do I think they would probably die first of all they're scared of it we just bicycle through most of the cars like yeah we're used to it but most people in LA don't know how to use how to bicycle properly. So if they would bicycle with us, first of all, they would be shaky behind the bike.
12: Have you then been doing something extraordinary? Mm.
6: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
13: Not really. <laughs> but from the way we cycle, it's we are used to it. Most people in LA are first of all, much used to it. So if you then put them into like a busy street and they have to cycle through those cars or make a right turn and they're on the left side of the road, it may be hard for most people to actually have the courage to go to the right side. So I think first of all we should begin with educating people how to cycle properly through busy streets. That was my opinion.
3: Mm.
11: Um, I think uh, um, we had a good combination using the cars and the bikes here in LA. Um, Using the bike is really well, if uh, really good because you can see everything. You can go slow, stop wherever you like, uh, take a picture, have a coffee, speak with people. We had that in Ciclovia, uh, we spoke with the police uh, officers there and it was really nice, but sometimes a car is really, uh, it's good because then you can go faster and you can, uh, save a lot of time, but you shouldn't be, I think, only using cars, but just combining them, uh, together with the metro. Combining them? Yeah, with the metro, like, um, instead of just like Damara said, going from point A to B with only bike. Just take the bike down in the metro, then with the metro to your destination. Maybe if the destination is still st- uh, far away, maybe you can call an Uber. Go there and come back and then again take your bike in the metro and yeah.
3: Okay, I have both experience with uh, the car and the bicycle. I have to say I had a little accident so uh, I could not like uh, bicycle um, use the bicycle the whole time. What happened to you? What (laughs) happened to you? (laughs) (laughs) My steer wheel broke, so uh, I make a cop roll. Your your handlebars? uh, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I make quite a cop roll, and uh (laughs) my leg is easier. Okay. It's funny right now, but it was very, very, very (laughs) very (laughs) (laughs) painful. (laughs) But anyway. to be honest, let me, let me speak about the, the driving part. I was like half yeah. of the time in traffic. Uh, the traffic is very heavy here in LA. And um, for the other side, if you see the parking system, if you compare that with Europe, um, it's very cheap. It's very cheap, so you will not think twice on parking somewhere here in LA. And in the Netherlands, you (laughs) really have to think if you're going to park somewhere, because it's very expensive. Um, I did a sign seeing with the car, it's nice, but with the bicycle, it's very nice. You can stop, talk with people. And uh, I really enjoy it on the bike also, for the two days that I have been on the bike. Um, It was quite an experience. I really loved it.
12: So getting more people on bicycles uh, to truly uh, cap it off then is making parking more expensive um, in in Los Angeles?
3: Yes, we didn't talk a lot about our part. It's the model share part. And um, we have studied different countries and how they implemented um, some changes to get bicycle up, uh, bicycle use up, and um, public transportation also up. And um, yes, you you can uh, see that if people implement some changes here, also. But yeah, the guys already talk about it. But if people implement some changes, safety lanes, um, more uh, expensive parking everywhere. Like the valet, I never pay a valet for 10 bucks in Netherlands. Here you pay 10 bucks and they just bring your car. It's like 30 bucks and up in in the netherlands so if you change those things make the parking more expensive um congesting system um raise some taxes then you will like let people to use the bicycle even more so just a suggestion
12: okay Um, and
14: one last question for you how did you experience biking this time with us like with students in comparison to biking on your own
12: um i will be back on on my own in i think two and a half months or three months coming back uh this was big fun we were a large group almost like a troop of wolves we had lots of flat tires i think 14 or 15. very unlucky some accidents indeed we did have which is quite unusual it never happened in these four years that i now do this with the school riding the streets of la but all in all um I looked at some of the faces at times, and it looked like you were all enjoying it. I was—I've been enjoying it myself very much. Uh, of course, that has to do with the fact also that I know the city quite well, and know where I go, and um, and show you some of the nice places, spots where I like to go back myself every time. No, it was good. It was a good experience. So uh, we're capping it off. Literally, they're coming, picking up our bikes tonight. So uh, we're 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 finished. Uh, was that it? I guess so, I think I give the word to our host of KPFK, Nick Richard. Oh, I just That's
4: wanted to give everybody a chance oh. who didn't get to say anything. Is there anybody who hasn't said anything we could have? I think there's a couple people outside too. Oh, They're here. They're here.
15: To LA hey. <coughs> Hello. Hello.
4: So, um, do you just want to say the 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 main idea of the project was to boost biking in LA? I think. Do yeah. <coughs> Do you, you want to say what you would what you would tell uh, anybody who asked you how to boost biking in LA? And you can introduce yourself.
15: Uh, my name is Nick. My name is Kees van Diepen. My name is Sander de Grijf.
1: My name is Wendy. And I'm Lydia.
15: Okay. So,
4: how to boost biking in LA? Uh,
13: yeah, from our research, I think it's mainly a cultural uh, problem. So we think that the cultural image of the bike should be improved mainly. So the status or the how people look upon bike riding other than a, recre- a recreational fun part, fun activity, to do in the weekend. Actually.
15: Uh, to add something to that, a Dutch professor from uh, the TU Delft, the Technical University of Delft, uh, known as one of the biggest uh, technical technical universities in the Netherlands and also in Europe, uh, said that you can build as many roads or enhance as many technology as you want, but it won't uh, change the fact that driving a car is a stubborn habit what she means with this is also what um, what case already said is that people are w- will not simply give up their cars it's part of the culture and of their uh, of their beliefs and ideology here in America uh, compared to the Netherlands we are um, we implemented biking and walking and driving lesser and lesser cars over the few years that we started improving roads and infrastructure um, uh, w- in in that way we are a little bit ahead but what someone already said an hour ago in this um, podcast is that um, LA was built in the 1920s and the Netherlands is building our infrastructure over, over a couple of hundred of years. So I think it's just waiting out uh, the same as we did uh, because c- cities like Copenhagen had the same same issue and currently they are uh, seeing also seeing that the, the amounts of model shares in biking is going up um and i think it's for la just improving infrastructure just making sure people feel safe and eventually there will be more people biking but it's going to be hard because la is quite a big city uh of course because of the earthquakes uh the, the land spread out quite quite far um so traveling from point a to b is it can can be quite a distance but for for the short miles it could be possible to to take a bike instead of a car and in that w- in that way reduce traffic in uh, in the city Good job <coughs> um,
4: So it's cultural, but also it's geographical.
15: Yeah for sure. yeah, yeah.
14: another part is that uh, we went to Hollywood High School, and we spoke to two classes, and everyone was almost dangerous for riding a bike, so everyone said, "I won't ride a bike because I'll get hit by a car, but we've been riding a bike with twenty people for two weeks, and no one got hit by a car. So it's definitely also the image that it is dangerous, even though it's not that dangerous, if you know how to ride.
4: You spoke to Hollywood High, too?
14: Yeah, it's Hollywood High School.
4: So you spoke to... Santa Monica spoke, uh, LA Metro... It's yeah,
14: two Hol- of our groups spoke at Hollywood High School as well, to some students.
4: Cool. Okay, and then um, there's two more people?
11: Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Uh, we spoke about uh, the model share, but it wasn't our group that spoke to Hollywood Highland. It was the bike parking?
4: Oh no! But how? Okay, so oh. I I just brought that. I was just interested uh. in how many different places you spoke at. But uh, so, what's your recommendation for how to boost biking in LA?
2: Um, I think it's about increasing safety first and bike advertisements because there's a lot of car advertisements currently in. Los Angeles.
3: And it's as well because one of uh, someone who's on the trip said he was uh, getting some cash out and then a commercial said like you have enough balance to buy a car now and you can loan so much money so you can buy a car and it's like um, why would he need to know that it's just promoting the car culture that they have that you need to have a car to get around which is not actually how it is because you can get around fine on bike or by walking or the metro so... That's a bit, uh, yeah, wrong promoting kind of if you want to push the bike environment.
15: What I also noticed was when I was biking today in uh, from North Hollywood to uh, a part in, uh, in Burbanks, so I think it was like 20 miles, uh, I noticed that there was one long road of only um, uh, bicycle path and further no uh, intersections with cars. And I noticed that there were way more people on the bike than there were uh, in the city itself while you should expect more people in the city because there live more people over there and people want to go to the work maybe or to a shop so um, I know it's hard because you have several districts in LA uh, because it's it's a, a spread out country of a spread out city um, but I think that if you start making more of these long roads without uh, breaking it up with intersection or an, any in interference with cars uh, more people will uh, arise uh, eventually on bikes.
13: Yeah, we hope that more people will ride bikes to increase their yeah, health and also the future. So it, it will be more sustainable instead of riding cars.
4: And on that note, uh, thank you for coming. And it's another successful Rotterdam Business School trip.
9: Yeah. <laughs> yes, so much. Yeah, thank, thank you for having Thank us. you for having us. Thank you for yeah. Having yeah. us.
4: Thanks a lot, everybody. We'll
15: right. see you. you next All right.
3: See next
15: year. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this
4: episode of Bike Talk. If you want to hear more, go to kpfk.org, navigate to programs, and choose Bike Talk. On the Bike Talk page, click on the archives link to play or download shows posted in the last four months. Go to biketalk.com and copy or click on the RSS link to subscribe. Our Twitter handle is Bike Talk PFK. On Facebook, we are Bike Talk. You can become friends and join our group. We almost forgot one third of the professors here. Uh, Your name is Martin, you're a professor?
9: Yes, that's right. My name is Martin.
4: And I would love to get your impressions. You Thank very you
9: very much, yeah, because I was uh, listening to everybody saying, uh, they're, they're talking about their experiences, and one of the experiences I, I, I uh, really take with me is that the Dutch, the Netherlands is a really flat country, so we don't have, li- have any downhill uh, descents with the bicycle, and, and some of them are really serious. Uh. We went to uh, Mulholland, I believe that's the one, yeah, that's really a an, uh, an serious mountain you need to climb, and if you go downhill... At the end you really feel your muscles in your hands by using the brakes and for the Netherlands that's not happening. So besides the the, the rush and the the, the traffic itself, you also have the the, the, the descents and and the hills here that also makes it more dangerous Uh, and I can imagine with young children it will be impossible to ride with your family here while in the Netherlands where it's flat it's it's easier to, to to ride the bicycle there with your family and to practice with <coughs> them too. I mean,
4: I know that we do have these mountains mm-hmm. uh, like Moholland is, you know, they're right at the top. Um, but I always heard LA was relatively a flat city, and that it could be good for biking for that reason.
9: It's not as flat as the Holland in Holland. Oh. So there are a lot of hills. You can really have to 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 to, to work hard to get home f- if you come from from the ocean, and <laughs> you have to get up to. Uh, to Hollywood, then you really recognize that there's there's a uh, you need to climb to get home yeah of course um, you, can, you can add m- yeah. may I add
11: something uh, about that um in my own experience uh, cycling fifteen minutes in the Netherlands it's heavier than one hour in cycling in l a because here you don't have almost any wind and uh, in the Netherlands in my experience um, you always have wind like really hard wind and fifteen minutes it's and if you're doing uh, like your groceries and you come back with the wind in the winter, it's terrible. But here in LA, I really enjoy it because I didn't feel any wind. So even with the hills, sometimes they're heavy, it's they're heavy. <laughs> but no wind and that was wonderful. So there's True. other factors.
9: Yeah, when you look at the climate, it's very different. Uh, if you here, you can cycle around all year round. And uh, sometimes there's there's uh, some rain for for two months, but that's it. And in the Netherlands, uh, it's much more uh, rain there. So you also have to take uh, you need some clothing with you in order to protect you against the rain.
4: How much do you think the uh, these are, these are reasons for the Netherlands being the way it is with such a high share of of uh, bike share? I mean, uh, is it is it the flatness or is it other f- other reasons?
9: Um, why it is so high in the Netherlands? Uh, yeah, th- what I said before, Cop thinks that uh, uh, the distances are, are uh, uh, less, so it's easier to, to travel around in your city. Uh, uh, there are special bike lanes that helps you a lot. You also get used to the weather, so in that way you prepare for it and then, then you adapt to it. And then you can also, uh, people drive the bikes in the winter with the snow and the ice and then they still get around. Uh so in that way you adapt to, to the climate, but, but the climate here is much more favourable for, for, for riding the bike, that's sure. And the other thing I want to notice is that small children already start, eh, three, fir- four years old They already start uh, cycling in the Netherlands, and that's uh, cycles without pedals. So they uh, they're already practice to balance themselves with the, with the bikes. So once a child is, is uh, eight years old, he already has four years of full experience riding a bicycle. So that that experience is also in all of all of us. So that also makes us feel very comfortable when we ride here uh, with heavy traffic. Yeah, I'm hearing it's the culture. It's my very much the culture, yeah. So our, almost all our children are grown up with cycling. So for them, it's, 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 it's a normal way to, to get from A to B.
4: All right, well, thank you, Martin. Now we've gotten everybody. Are you gonna come, this is your first year with the students?
9: This is my first year, yes. How was it for you? That was nice. Really good. Yeah. Experienced a lot of things. Cycling was fun. We indeed uh, did some serious cycling, uh, climbing all the way up to the mountains uh, around LA and also on the beach. Last night we went uh, on the, the, the path that, that's going to uh, to the marina from uh, Santa Monica. And th- that's also nice to do, although really crowded, but, but fun to, to also experience that, uh, that ride. Yeah. T- t- and, uh, lifetime memories for sure.
4: Yeah, we have a lot of nature in LA, kind of.
9: Oh, very much. Yeah, I enjoyed it much. Uh, also, the park in in the mountains. We walked there, the cycling uh, uh, in the mountains. That's really nice. We also went to uh, Joshua Park. Oh. Yeah, that, that Joshua Tree. Yeah. yeah, Joshua Tree Park. Yeah, uh, that was really, yeah. If you are in the in the city for a couple of days, then it's really a relief to to be there in nature for uh, for a day.
4: All right. Well, I'm glad you had such a good time. We had. Yeah. We'll see you next year maybe.
9: Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay. For All sure. Right. Thank you. Okay, thank you.